to Monday Night Heroes, where we will post about your favorite show because we don't care about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Tonight we are playing Icon. Chair. Super gaming role playing. The assembled edition. So we're gonna go take you to the shores of Lake Kirby. Lake Kirby, it's on the Atlantic Ocean, baby. Oh, all right, the Kirby Ocean. <laughs> Where um, last time we heard uh, Slick Silver say, "Oh, <laughs> my hand." That's my squeezing. My squeezing hand. Oh, stranger. Oh boy! All right, so down no more Dutch to, rudders for you, buddy. Oh boy! Down <laughs> to the final three episodes. Um, let's go down the list one more time. Introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about your character, except for Wesley. Just generalities, please. Oh. <laughs> uh, because because you have a surprise for everyone, and I don't want to spoil that until we start the narration. Ooh. All right. So, first off, Steve. My name is Sanjo Shigayori. I am the fastest monk alive. That's it? That's it. All right. Lily. I am a reckless. I am... I am thrill seeker by day and a, a a superhero by night. Superhero by night. Nicholas. I'm playing Vega. I'm the fallen star. A um, remnant of a star going supernova. They just recently released your picture. Cool. <laughs> a super and massive black hole, one might say. <laughs> Yes. Fucking Terran paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get any privacy. <laughs> well, we've got the God's Eye Nebula. Now we've got the black hole. God's ass. Man, that's a Ugh. parliament song. God's ass? Well, close enough. And last but not least, Wesley. Ah, oh, yes. Tonight, I will be playing... Slick Silver, currently known as Argentine Lubricants, master of the television arts, and former jazz DJ turned podcasting ace reporter. Have you even put out a podcast yet? I've never heard you say that you put one out yet. No, he works on a podcast. It's working. It's, it's, it's compiled. You gotta make all the episodes first. No, that's not how podcasts work. He works for TMZ, print edition. <laughs> Yo, you wind up the tape. You know, you gotta, gotta make sure the tape's all wound for your podcast. Um, we really need to talk to you about uh, how how technology works now. All right, so uh, you guys returned from Professor Providence's uh, house of uh, Enigma, and. Uh, he told you while you were there about um, a recent um, rash of nightmares in the city. 
uh, during your your battle with uh, the Praetorian uh, Baron Boreal, Master Monkey, and and the offshoots of Atom, uh, Slick Silver Slick Silver was uh, kidnapped and his left hand removed from his body. Um, you won the fight. Slick Silver uh, was taken prisoner by the authority also known as Nayland Smith and Madame Atraxia. Uh, part of Slick Silver's powers were drained from him, and he is currently residing in the medical bay of Justice Association headquarters in a coma. So you guys are at the headquarters um, as soon as you return, um, Sir William wheels out from the infirmary and says, you need to see this. Is lefty okay? Define okay. Well, I mean, was he ever okay? We're going to split hairs like this. conscious? Possibly. I mean, I know philosophically, perhaps very difficult questions in regards. Perhaps you should uh, just see for yourselves. No, I go in. All right, go in. As you go into the infirmary, uh, you see Suchi and Ka there. Um, Suchi um, has had the uh, blood transfusion apparatus. Uh, disconnected from him, so he's laying quietly in the bed. Um, in the spot where Slick Silver was laying, um, it looks like a large piece of ore sitting there in the bed. Not not really man-shaped, roughly rectangular. Uh, kind of like a cross between a, a, a big chunk of silver ore, because you can see veins of silver going through it, uh, and a cocoon. Good joke, Sir William. Um, where's Slick? He points at the the chunk of rock on the bed and says, "That's him." What do you mean, that's him? There was some type of reaction with the blood transfusion. Uh, perhaps some of the weird green fluid um, that you brought back from where he was being kept interacted with uh, something in Suchi's blood. You frozen him in carbonite. What's carbonite? Well, at least he'd be quieter this way. Meanwhile, <laughs> Ned, yep, uh, your coma has been plagued with nightmares. Ah, oh, dang! I couldn't even have a peaceful coma. Nope. Um, <clears throat> Nayland Smith standing over you, uh, laughing. Uh, you relive the death of the master over and over and over. Um. You see terrible visions of the city in flames. Um, 
and just you feel this weight upon you. Um, you were also interspersed with the nightmare visions, uh, where uh, visions of childhood at a monastery uh, where a young wiry lad uh, with strange hair uh, laughed at you and picked on you and called you big dumb oaf and then it flashes back to the authority laughing at you in the chair at the uh, at the master's old apartment um, also you see visions of Madame Atraxia, you know, and just repeatedly feel part of your essence being drawn out of you. Um, suddenly in the darkness, uh, it seems to crack and on the outside, you guys, uh, the, piece of stone laying on the bed begins to crack and it emits like a soft light there is no way that this can possibly go well for us um as you watch this the stone begins to crumble away um and as it falls away and the best way i can describe this to you is uh, dr manhattan crossed with a silver surfer laying in the bed is this junk visible <laughs> just about to ask that that's the only reason i would have brought up dr manhattan <laughs> the silver surfer part yep um ned Oh, that is that is a side of him I did not need to see. Um, although you do see notice what? what I can't see anything. <laughs> Where's the penis? No, okay. That's messed up. But um, <laughs> here's a towel cover up. Oh, oh. Vega gently lays a towel <laughs> <laughs> lovingly. Here, here's a walk clock. Oh my. Here, I, I hand in my uh, spectacle cleaners. You uh, you begin to wake up, Ned. Oh, and you feel strange. Oh boy, and heavy. What what happened? Oh god! Did anyone get the number of the boss that hit me? You metamorphosized into something useful. It looks like. What? What, what happened? Here. Hey, also, he is going to at least be three times more obnoxious than he already was. Um, yeah, you sit up as you sit up, Ned, and and like put your hands to your face. You realize that right now you have both hands. Oh my but, god, let's squeeze the hand. You're back, but they are both comprised of silver. Buddy Epson, what happened? Buddy Epson. <laughs> now that's an exclamation if I ever heard one. Uh, great, buddy. All right, so we don't know what the hell happened to you. We we're kind of hoping you could tell us. 
Well, uh, I remember. I remember getting. I remember getting some needles stuck into me. Nayland Smith, Nayland Smith, the amount of tracks you steal in my essence, like he steals everything else. <laughs> and then, and then, and then uh, I woke up, and there's some there's some horrible stuff in between. I think, uh, man, some horrible things. There was a weird kid with some with hair, and he kept and he kept and, he kept, and, he, and it, it was monastery. You get called me a big dumb oaf. I don't know why. What was going on? Weird. Right. A weird kid with hair. Yeah, weird, really, really spiky hair. It's all wiry looking. That's an image that sounds familiar to you, Kaze. Be a little bit more specific. Hey, I mean, he kept he kept calling me Big Dumb O for some reason. Uh, no, we're, we're at this, we're at this, we're at did, this monastery or something. Did this child have any other distinguishing features aside from his hair? Uh, he was like wiry and thin and um, temperamental. Temperamental. There you go. Temperamental. If I look to the the people in the coma would i recognize this person oh yes you you know you know that scene very well because it played out almost daily in your childhood ah was it ka yes you're able to surmise still ned Uh, is it that gentleman over there a younger version of him, yeah. Could have forgotten about me. Yeah, yep. And yep, I'm still definitely the one, the true, the Ned Danvers. Was a Kirby. I'm, I'm poking Ned. <laughs> um, um, he's kind of cold to the touch. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Cosby is having a huge moment of existential angst, <laughs> where he he uh, is questioning. That the uh, powers granted to him and his brothers were um, awarded by being worthy, and he looks at Ned as being one of the least worthy people to walk the face of the earth. So um, he's kind of having a a, a crisis right now. <laughs> um, Ned, you begin to feel a little woozy. Oh boy! Um, and. It it almost seems like the the silver begins to the begins to tarnish and then fade and in a few moments Ned the old Ned is sitting there. Oh, I really didn't need to see that. <laughs> Does he have a hand? Does he still no. have his hand? His hand is missing when he when he changes back. <laughs> My squeeze in the head. It's gone. Silver version. Oh. Ned, 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 stop screaming or I'm going to have to slap you. Take my squeeze in the head. It's gone. Ned, stop. <laughs> it is my belief that you house the essence and spirit of my brother. He's your brother now? Cool. No, he is not my brother. He is a vessel where my brother resides. So he is your brother. Yes. Yeah. Blood Rose. Yes. 
No. Like Tawadok. Where my brother resides. He's your butt, bro. Come on. He just said it. Come on, Tom. Let's go go on down the river. Go go find ourselves some freedom. I've never heard this term before, butt brother. I Um, vow to free my brother from this torment. Right here, bro. Go on, go on, get and your here. brother chose yeah, his best. Look, Ned, really, I don't want to slap. I mean, I do want to slap you, but you don't want me to slap you. I do not believe that is the case. A voice from behind you. I turn to confront the voice. It is. <laughs> It is at you. <laughs> Son of a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, this became Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> um, it is uh, Professor Providence, although a slightly transparent Professor Providence. This is new. Did, did wow. you, you always do that? No. It uh, appears to be a side effect of... Um, Mortrius prison decaying. Um, this is but a simulacra. But at least I am able to travel outside the house in uh, some form. It is a lot more convenient than having to talk to you through through, through him. Pointing at Ned. Yes. That is true. Have you ever heard the inside of his head? I've heard the outside of his head. That's enough. But it doesn't seem to be the case that he is housing the spirit of your brother, Kaze. That is a load off my mind. I'm sure it is. Instead, I believe that uh, some remnant of his bestowed upon power uh, was transferred into him. And this strange green substance was a catalyst for some type of alteration to Mr. Danvers. Hmm. So, like, do we have to make him angry for this to happen again or something? I do not know. Let us experiment. Mr. Danvers, please concentrate. I can just concentrating! Hit really, I can just hit him. <laughs> um, you concentrate as the master always instructed you to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you feel yourself get a little cold, uh, and in a moment or two, you open your eyes again, and you're back in the silver form, but you have uh, stood up from the bed now, and the tea towel has fallen off. Could we get him some pants or something? Oh, yes, I suppose you should get my... All right, uh, I'll get my hammer pants for this one. Ah, yes. Hammer pants. Pencil yep. fashion here in your earthland. 
Hammer pants. No hammer pants. Is that where the expression as dumb as a bag of hammers comes from? No, I don't think he means those kind of hammers. And I swear to God, Ned, I will hit you if you put on hammer pants. Oh, but I'm all glittery now. That doesn't mean yes, you don't need time. anything else. Have you? There's this thing called subtlety that you don't seem to quite understand how it works. I'm as subtle as justice needs to be. Justice uh, needs to be a lot more subtle than this. Professor Providence waves his hand, and there is a tastefully cut three-piece suit on the bed. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Ah, you can finish your gentleman ghost cosplay. Excellent. <laughs> not that, not, not tasteful 18th century. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cape, it's just a suit. Just a standard suit. You have nice taste. This is nice. Ooh. I mean, compared to his taste, it doesn't take much to be nice, but it's nice taste. All right. The silver was necessary for the image. No, well, now you're all silver, so you don't need it anymore. Yes, I believe that is that is a little a style a little more befitting of the name. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hmm, I wonder if it's permanent. I said, I wonder what it does, period. Well, Ned, you have the feeling that uh, it is not permanent, that you can go back and forth between your Ned Danvers identity and your slick silver identity. It's no oh, that's longer. That's not the kind of permanent she meant. She meant, oh. Yeah. Like, is, is he going to keep the power? But of course, she was quickly distracted by the fact that, hey, you got your powers from the rock guy, right? So it appears. Ned, let me hit you. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in the face. That's how I make my livings. <laughs> okay, go for it. Oh, I hit him by the way, <laughs> um, those of you, everybody set your determination back up to um, minimum if you were out. Before I hit him, I look at Sir Williams. Um, is there like a, there's a, you know, area for this, right? Yes, there is a gymnasium. <laughs> he wheels you guys, leads you to the gymnasium. There's there's some practice mats on the floor. You know, weight benches. You know, things that superheroes. There's a salmon ladder. I'm pretty sure we knew this, but she's just making sure it won't be completely destroyed if she hits him. Yeah. Because <laughs> all superhero layers have to have a salmon ladder. Yep. That'll make sure to tastely disrobe first before we before we damage the suit. Yeah, that was threads right now. Uh, all right. If you, you go into the <laughs> locker room, you come back out in sweatpants and an old beat up stained Justice Association t shirt. What is that stain? That mustard. Why would you bother changing when you're going to go into action in that suit anyway? You might as well see how the suit holds up. Yeah, that's a fair point. But why go? We don't need to go to another. Is he still silver while he's saying this? Yes. 
Yeah, she just lays it to him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me. Are, are you going to just stand there and take it? Uh, I'm going to try and resist. Okay, then uh, give me. It's it's going to be a prowess versus prowess. All right, let's see what happens. Just straight powers or what? Uh, you get to use martial arts. That is 14. 14. Uh, that's 10. 10. All right. That's a, that's a major success. So uh, uh, what's your strength, Lily? Eight. All right. Um, Wes, give me a strength check versus eight. All right. Let's see what happens. Yours thing here. Uh, there we go. Uh, I rolled eight. You rolled an eight. Okay, so it's even. So, yeah, he manages. Uh, and your damage is eight. Mm -hmm. All right. So your alternate form in damage resistance minus eight is. Yeah. Um, damage resistance is three. So eight minus we. Uh, five okay so you take him five points but you don't get knocked across the room or anything you're able to hold your own all right well he's already more tough than he used to be fine just deep breaths you're fine Kaze crosses off the boy hostage from his list of his list of possible nicknames for Ned. <laughs> I'm still not sure that you should cross that off. <laughs> well, you've you've determined you can take a punch from uh, Reckless. Yay! No way, throw a tractor at me. I could throw the weight bench at you. Uh, that would be a terrible idea. Uh, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I'll build out of that. I don't think I'll build you out of that. Can you, you throw a punch? Uh, yes, I can. Though I'm okay. Sick. She just throws her arms and stands in front of him. <laughs> Go ahead. You're just going to stand there and take it? <laughs> All right. Uh Wes, give me a prowess roll. All right. Uh, just straight prowess since you're not using your stick. Ten. Ten. All right. Um, and you're going to take it. So that's that's going to be a massive success because you're just okay. standing there. Um, what is your strength now, Wes? Uh, strength is now five. Okay. Uh, roll your strength versus five. Uh, no, that... no, 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 no. Sorry, that was uh, for Rosario. Okay. Oh. Do I add my strength to the roll? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have an eight strength. So right. <laughs> that is a, that's a 12. Okay. That's a 12. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he rolled and he's got a five strength. So, yeah, you, you don't get pushed back. Um, he doesn't do. He does. He's not strong enough to do any damage, but he connects pretty solidly. Head turns. Hmm. That wasn't bad. 
I almost felt that. <coughs> Eight. And then she looks at Kyle like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Can you still teleport? Uh, all right, let me give us a try. Uh, let's see. And I teleport across the room. All right, go ahead and uh, just give me a teleport check. Yeah. Uh, then, there, then there's also another check I need to do. Uh, so that's a one. That's seven for the teleportation. And I, I, I'm trying to remember there's a thing that happens when below six, though, because now I need to make sure I don't get sick afterwards. Uh, it's going to be a strength check. All right. Uh, let's see. My strength is uh, five or old five. So that's ten. Okay. So, yeah, you don't get sick. Yay. He teleports across the room. So it looks hmm. like that power is the same. What else could he do? There was the energy drain thing that he asked. All right. Try it. All right. And who's going to be the target? Uh, let's go for who wants to be the target? Me. I'm volunteering. All right. I'm not going to resist. All right. Rock. Energy drink, Kaze. Okay. You reach out your hand, you try to concentrate, nothing happens. All right. Anytime now. My, my power's gone. It's out of Ron's and all. Hey, hold hmm. on. Drop this silver and see if you can do it. Uh, okay. Okay, you concentrate. You transform back into Ned. And energy drain. And nothing happens. Okay, anytime. Oh, that seems to be gone. Probably for the better. You tend to use that on me more than anybody else. Uh, that's downsides. Telling me. I'm lucky you're bad at it. Hey, there was that one time, though, when I put a ninja in a guy. That guy. They got. Didn't you teleport the ninja into that guy? No, I put the, nin I put the ninja life into him. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything ninja. about that. Because I don't, I don't know anything about that. It's Rosie, Rosie has no idea what you're talking about. Hey, Y'all were there, but you didn't. Yeah, you we don't know what busy. you did. Yeah. It's not that visible. Yeah. Mega was busy not being alive, and then I put the ninja in him, and he became alive again. Yeah, you know that 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 head nod that somebody gives you when they're like, "Yeah, whatever." I still don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's what Rosie's giving you right now. Um, so yeah, you definitely uh, do not appear to have the energy drain power anymore. Oh, I guess the big question is how long can he keep up the silver thing? One way to find out, make him do it until he can't do it anymore. Yep, let's take a look. All right. Everyone attack him at once. <laughs> <laughs> ah, really? Let's see, let's see if he can 
All right, everybody, won't be coordination. Y'all want to do it like that? We're going to do it like that. Oh, God. I'm going to attack him. Okay, you don't have to, but uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Kaze and. Uh... I already hit him once. You're why that? <laughs> I'm going to let this play out. All right, so Kaze, what was your uh, coordination role? So we're gonna get a nine, an eleven, and a six for my bonus for my fast attack. No, wait, 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 wait! What was your uh, coordination test? Oh, oh, all right. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rosie. Ten. And slick. Ten. Uh, roll off. Two. Who's rolling off? Uh, reckless and slick. Should we just the D six? Yep. Three. All right. Okay. Uh, Kaze, he is still Ned. Well, I'm not gonna fight him until he's silver. Okay. He's gonna give you a chance to become silver before we start the combat. All right. I will silver it up then. Okay. He transforms. His transformation is becoming smoother and quicker every time you guys make him do it. I, now, Kaze. Up. Oh, yeah. His, his transformation is getting smoother and quicker every time you make him do it. Okay. All right. Vega, you have to help. We have to see if this can, if this is going to collapse in the middle of a fight. Also, we need to know if he no can take beams. Power stop to work. We're going to beat the shit out of him, though. It's not like we're trying to kill him. We just—I don't know. He's a new and improved guy. We have to see how it works. That's that's how these things play out. Okay. It's not like we don't have the facilities to patch him up. It's not when we're not trying to kill the guy. We're just trying to see if his if his powers hold up in combat conditions. In a in a room of danger. Controlled environment. One would say You seem pretty bitter about his brother becoming his or, you know <laughs> him becoming possessive of your brother. And him becoming your butt brother. What is it with you and his butt brother thing? Where did you hear this? He said it. I said blood brother. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. He's an alien. It's okay to mishear the language occasionally. My version. Yeah, Rosie's just trying really hard not to laugh because she's trying to stay focused. And she says, I will explain what a butt brother is to you later. <laughs> My version's better. Uh, once you know what it is, I'm not sure you'll think that. Or maybe you will. I don't know. <laughs> Where are we rolling? Prowess? Uh, coordination. Let's see where you are in the... I got a nine. You got a nine? Okay, so you're going after Reckless. Excuse me. Okay. Kaze's first. All right. All right, so I rolled a nine. A 12 and a six for the extras. Okay, go ahead and uh, give me a prowess check. 
Wes. Uh, let's see. Uh, can I use my te- uh, can I use my teleportation to just dodge instead? Then. Uh, no, you don't have that as defensive. So I do. I I made that defensive. Yeah, you did. Okay, so that's a that's going to be a you're going to be able to use your teleport as a instead of your prowess. Yep. So yeah, go ahead and roll a prowess uh, with the teleport skill added. All right, that would be eleven. Okay. Uh, so the first one one hits. All right, Steve. Okay. Uh, so I rolled a uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. So that's definitely that's definitely a hit. Uh, you try to phase out and teleport away, but Kaze's just a little bit too fast for you. So he comes up and he smacks you. Uh, what's your damage? It's going to take eight. It's going to take eight. Okay. And your alternate form absorbs. Uh, what, what did I make it? Three? Three. Okay. So you're going to take another five. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, that one definitely... Uh, Oh, also, uh, let's see. Yours was 13. His was 11, so that was a 2. So that was only a moderate success. So, yeah, that's full. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, you guys don't have to do your full strength damage. You can pull your punches. Since you guys are just playing horse and around. Yeah, I'm not trying to kill him. Okay. I'm trying right. to see if he can maintain his concentration while he's fighting. Okay. Less. All right. That's cool. Uh, Slick, it's your turn. Yep. It's the kind of training you get when you go to uh, the Sanjo Dojo. Mm-hmm. I'm down to I'm down to one. Let's, let's see what I can do with one. All right. Um... Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Before before you do this, where I'm going to rule this is how the fight's going to go. You guys are only going to do half your normal damage. That's fine. So yeah, that's fine. You've only so you only take uh, one from uh, Kaze's hit. Hits. Only reason Rosie hit him full out the first time was just to see if he could right. take it. Right. And then that's All fine. Right. I wanted to see if you knock him across the room anyway. All right, that takes me down to five. Then there okay. All right. All right. So so you're still help helpful. Now it's your turn. All right. Uh, what's your Let's try a return to... Fl- wait, wait, wait. We have to make this fair. And he tosses... Uh, Sir William tosses you a stick. Like a rattan stick. Off of a rack in the training room. At least let him use all of his skills. Have you seen that him use thing. that? I don't know if I call that skill. <laughs> She says and then smiles at you. <laughs> All right. Time to get time to deliver a flurry, a flurry of sticking. To who? Do I have to pull my punches? <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, who who are you attacking? Let's start off with uh Kaiser. Let's Let's turn fire at Kaze, see what happens. Give me a stick. All right. Um, so, Kaze, you're going to roll your uh, defense roll. Right. Uh, go ahead and roll your two additional attacks real quick. That's uh, 
your stick fighting coordination or stick fighting prowess and d6 yep uh let's see uh that's going to be uh 11 okay uh that's going to be 10 okay all right wait wait you're too slow <laughs> what is uh I, I what is 17 you roll a 17 okay now roll your main attack All right. So you get no additional bonuses. Let's see. Then that's going to be. Let's see. Let's see. That's thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, you missed by four. So he he gives it a good solid try. He teleports around you and tries to take swings with his stick, but you're just edging him out. Well, actually, a little bit more than edging him out. You're just easily dancing around his strikes. If um, he strikes at me, I run behind him and tap him on the shoulder and just kind of shake my head. And try to you know, psych him out. Gotta gotta test the concentration. All right, reckless. Let's see, eyes up the situation, and as she steps aside, hey. Space boy, you hit him first with the beam. I want to see what it does before I knock his block off. I hit him with the beam. All right, go ahead and uh, that's going to be your uh, defensive roll, Wes. Yep. Is his blast? So come on, hit it, Nick. come on, give me that goodness. Fourteen. Uh, let's see. That's going to be twelve. 12. Okay, you hit it by 2. That's going to be moderate success, so that's going to be uh, half. And 4 points, okay. Half the, half the half because we already halved our stuff. Yeah, no, it's going to be... That's 2 points. At half, at half. Half at half is 2. I know, but it's, it's half of your normal damage. If it was a marginal success, it would be half of half, but yeah, this is just going to be half. Okay. So you hit him for 4. 4. Okay. He takes it. Uh, you're able to shrug off three. Oh, right. Uh, because you don't have that limitation. Nope. Uh, so you take another one. So it, it seems like he takes a blast right from uh, from Vega, a low-powered blast. Not bad. Although, Slick, you know that if they were going at you full power, you'd be you'd be out by now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There, there's there's no there's no way I'm surviving these guys. Not alone. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need I the fourth armored division. Some nukes. All right, now now we're gonna go back to reckless. This is our first training montage. Yeah. Okay. Just going to punch him. Okay. Uh, go ahead and uh, do your prowess. Wes, do your defense. Uh, I'll teleport like Cyborg Ninja. Uh, that's a eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
So that's oh, half your strength. So that's gonna be we're gonna call that uh four. That's four, yeah. So yeah, boom. Reckless just runs up and just lays him out. Knocked out. He bounces and she catches him as he bounces up. Ooh, I think I hit him too hard. <laughs> hmm. Well, he lasted he lasted all three rounds or all three turns. <laughs> Is he still silver as he's passed out? Um no, as soon as he falls unconscious, he reverts back to Ned. I tried to pull the punch. You know, sometimes it's hard to tell. I can't really feel it. Well, now. Sorry, Ned. Hey, Ned. Ned. <laughs> I'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Okay, now while he's he coming to, let, let's see at what point he's able to revert back to being silver. Okay. Um, you guys gonna wake him up or you yeah, I'm, I'm, let him wake up naturally? No, let him uh, wake up naturally. Okay. All right. So you guys like cluster around him. Yeah, I kind of jagged like... to bench and lay him on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you all are sitting there clustered around him. Um <clears throat> give me uh strength um against the target is six, Ned. All right, let's see what I got here. While he's slowly waking up, just Reckless gets tired of waiting and just goes and starts doing pull-ups on a park. Seven. Salmon ladders. <laughs> yes, seven ladders. Seven. Seven? Okay. Um, yeah, he, he's out for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and he, he starts waking back up. He's a little groggy. Um, you rub your jaw. Oh. Because you still feel that. Uh, you got a you got a couple of stamina points back for being out. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you're at three just for giggles. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Can you turn back? Open your eyes and see. Oh uh, God! I think I did more brain damage than he had. Is he going to the bathroom or is he trying to? <laughs> In superhero form. I'm not checking to see. <laughs> um, Ned, as soon as you you wake up and you clear the cobwebs out of your head, um, go ahead and give it a shot. All right, I I I I break it off. Break off the silver again. Break off that chunk of silver. All right. Um, he sits there. He concentrates for a second, and boom, he's silver again. Excellent. And Sir William wheels into the center of the room. Says, "Come on, Ned." And he's got he's got a rattan stick in his hand. And he's like, "How about a little one on one?" All right, all right, we're doing this. All right, I'm I'm maybe I'm maybe half dead, but let's do this. Okay. No, I gotta watch this. Make the stop sector sounds and it sits down. <laughs> Got a face. That's how I make my livings. You have a face for radio as it is. Ow! <laughs> and you. Sir William gets a 12. All right. Go on. What's, what's going to dodge? Go wait, on. wait, no. This is a coordination roll. Oh, coordination roll. Ah. Uh, that would be a nine. Nine, okay. Yep. Okay, so slick is nine. 
Okay, so William gets to go first. Uh, he takes a swing at you with the stick. Give him the stick. Uh, he gets a 12. Come on. Come on. God, it. Uh, that's going to be 12. All right, so that's a zero, so that's half damage. Uh, so, yeah, it, your skin absorbs it. Yay. But he whacks you right across the face. Really? Really? I have to get one thing. One thing. Hey, Ned, the bad guys aren't going to not hit you in the face. Just remember that. All right, your turn, Slick. All right. Gotta give a whack across choppers in. Give give them a flurry of damage. All right. All right. That's uh, 12. Okay. Uh, He got a 15. Uh, That's a 9. Okay, that's two misses. Go ahead with your main attack. Uh, Let's see. That's going to be... Uh, let's see. Uh, all right, nine, nine, 12, 15. There you go. 15. Okay, so that's a tie. So you're going to do half damage. Yay. That's still damage. <laughs> all right. Uh, Sir William, you catch him right across the jaw. He wheels around in the uh, wheelchair with one hand. And tries to clock you in the back of the head. Tell the word away. Tell the word away. All right. What'd you get? Uh, that would be a seven. A seven? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he got a. An eight. Uh, 16. Well, so uh, roll your strength against uh, five. That'll be six. Six. Okay, you pass it by one. Okay, you're all right, but you still take uh, you still take uh, three damage. And I'm down again. So yeah, Slick Silver just got his butt handed to him by the magpie. Does he revert? Yes, as soon as he's unconscious, he reverts back to Ned. Well, it looks like he can maintain his form under extreme conditions. I see what you guys were talking about. I pick him up. Um, I'm gonna buy him a cup. I'm gonna take him back to the. I'm gonna take him back to the infirmary. Let him sleep it off. I mean, he's just like out. He's not. Doesn't need the infirmary. He'll recover. Yeah, but at least in the infirmary, he's not in our way. We don't have to hear him immediately. You can no, put him. Uh, you can put him in his bunk. Yeah. No, that's right. We do have check bunks. him for yeah, a him concussion. Room. And 
No, he doesn't have a concussion. I was pulling my punches. Honestly, would we notice if he had one? That's what I thought. I'd take him to his room. <laughs> you should definitely practice the art of not getting hit. Well, to be to be fair, you know, you've got uh, you know cosmic being a speedster, super strong person, and a retired master martial artist. <laughs> you know, these are not well, all uh, things considered. He actually did pretty well <laughs> against us. So yeah, I didn't even want to beat him up in the first place. We still need to know how his powers worked. It would have been bad if he had gotten shot in battle and we didn't know. I mean, to be fair, to be fair to Slick Silver, he did take three hits from all three of you rather than one hit from a, a goon. So, overall, overall, you guys consider that an improvement. Yeah, it's better to take. It's better for us to do this to him now than him to find out in the middle of battle his weaknesses. All right, uh, you guys are milling about. Uh, Ned, you wake up in your room. Uh, it's dark, and uh, you're just you try to you know run your hand across your head, but you realize you're using your left hand. So you, you just kind of bump your head with the, the nub. I mean, you know, as, as secret identities go, missing a hand is, uh, is almost as effective as Clark Kent's glasses. Yeah. But it's all more effective. <laughs> off my head to the to the bob. Are you slick silver? I can't be slick silver. I have one hand. <laughs> I lost it to the bob. They took it. I, he was I, wearing the exact same thing you were. Yeah, but he has both his hands. Like I explained that. <laughs> you got a point. <laughs> what about that big scorch mark on your chest? <laughs> one hand. Yeah. Oh, In you're a right. Cooking accident. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, forgive me. I, I didn't I'm so realize. Sorry. You're picking on the disabled. He's this man's picking on the disabled. <laughs> I'm sensitive about this. <laughs> I lost my hand in the war. They took my squeezing hand. What war? Oh, <laughs> All right. So Doesn't yeah, you, matter which war. <laughs> you wake up in the dark. Um. What you gonna do, Ned? Uh, all right. Well, let's see. First off, yeah, fine. Gotta got find my suit. Gotta find my suit. Oh, your suit's back in the gym. All right, no, no, it's nice enough to fold it up and put it in a chair next to him. Okay, it's in a chair next to your right. bed. Next all to your radio. Right. All right. That the greatest media ever made. Anyway, let's get the suit on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go find breakfast or dinner or whatever this is, whatever time it is. 
Uh, it's uh, early evening. Or middle evening. It's probably about 8 o'clock at night. Uh, now, I'm glad everything works for you now. <clears throat> but now we have to um, have actual business to take care of. Uh, don't we have to prevent the end of the world? Yeah, that's tomorrow. Yep. First, it brings yeah. us back to the dilemma of how the hell we even stop that. All right. Oh, by the way, Professor Providence vanished sometime during your training session. You didn't want to see what happened in Ned. <laughs> um, you guys, you know, Slick goes into the kitchen. He's fumbling around with his with his hand, um, trying to, you know, put together some some breakfast. I watch until I get annoyed and help him. Um. Okay. So working together, you guys managed to get. Some some food together, and and Ned manages to scarf it down. Um, I don't. What are you guys doing while Ned's eating? Mm, disgusting, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, maybe we should all just sit around the breakfast table, discussing how we're gonna save the world. Ah, your uh, hot pockets are ready. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Hot pockets. Well, it would be a good time to correlate clues, I suppose. Yep. I mean, you guys have what? found the ritual site. Yep. Um, you know that Madame Atraxia is. Uh, you know, using absorbed life force from superhumans. Uh, Ned, you know who Madame Atraxia is. Yeah, she's the head of Apex Industries herself. Wow. Makes more sense, though. Secretiveness, the insane purchases. Mm-hmm. Let me know when you're back, Lily. I think she had to do something. Mm. She had to go get her hot pocket. Yep. Yeah. So you guys are all sitting around the breakfast table and stuff in your face. Because mm-hmm. even superheroes got to eat sometime. Yep. Shit, I have to eat. That's right. You have to eat. So, you know, you polish off like four boxes of Pop-Tarts, uh, <laughs> half a dozen eggs. I'm uh, eating a rock. A rope of sausage. <laughs> Two frozen pizzas. Mm. That was always the best thing about Wally West is just, just the absurd amount of food that he ate. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All 
Um, How about those breakfast tacos? Dark chocolate is an amazing thing. The key, though, is you got to get the right salsa on there. Wreck mm. with salsa goodness. So, and it's about that time that uh, you guys really feel the weight of the second magpie's loss as she is not there to offer a witty rejoinder to Ned's talk of salsa. We actually, I, I developed the, that's another power of mine. It's at a level of six of ignoring Ned. <laughs> Is it that super census? That's what I spent my, um, <laughs> are, are you, are you going to, what, uh, what quality are you going to evoke to, uh, get a determination point to do this? <laughs> Because we're going to call that a start. Um, buy <laughs> oneself is evil left undone. <laughs> All right. Since everybody's back, um, you guys are you know eating. Um, although some of you who are a little more normal in your in your appetites uh, kind of feel a little queasy watching Kaze eat. Because he also eats at super speed. <laughs> it is How do you not gross. choke? Um, the, the best way to describe it would be if somebody videotaped a person eating in normal at normal speed, just sitting there just eating, uh, and put it on like 12 times fast forward. So he's chewing and eating like you normally would. He's just doing it really, really fast. In fact, he's e eating like breakfast tacos, which should be crunchy. Um, but he's eating them so fast you can't really hear the crunching. Yeah, like it probably takes Reckless a couple of seconds to just turn her back to him. <laughs> wow. All right. I'll be a hot toddy. Who needs a hot toddy? Um, as you guys you are rehab finishing up your meals, uh, Sir William wheels back into the, the dining area and says, I think you guys need to see this. Oh, God. Well, um, I follow him. Okay. Yeah, I do too. Oh. I just walk with my plate. With a fistful <laughs> of tacos. Fistful of tacos and a couple of big belly burgers. Um, he takes you into the control room, and on the main screen, he's got the local news on. Um, and it looks like there's there's fires and people running around screaming. Um, he's got it muted at the moment. Um, but he's got, like, several little picture-in-pictures of different news channels. And there's just, it's like chaos all across the city. Well, this is part of it. They told us that they need fear to get targeted the spiritual done. Yep. Is there a center to all of this activity? Uh, I haven't been able to triangulate it yet. It seems to be just all over the city. They can't just sit here and let it go wild. Uh, 
Um, he turns on the sound. Um, you hear the uh, the reporter, you know, talking. Uh, it's madness in the streets. Uh, everyone is is just they're they're running. They're screaming. It's it's absolute chaos down here, Chuck. Um, it, 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 I I I tried to find a representative of the police department. But uh, even they are seemingly uh, in the grasp of this 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 fear or terror of something. And what's that, Chuck? And, and you see the reporter pause and put her hand on her ear, her finger on her earpiece, and suddenly her eyes go wide, and she just screams, "No!" And she falls off frame, and but you just you hear her screaming in terror. Um, and first, the first thing we're going to need to do is put on blindfolds. Well, there was no waiting. Reckless is already out out the door and headed towards her bike. She's every life matter is kicking in. She's not waiting. You need a plane and some Thorazine. That's a plane load of Thorazine. Okay, you you rush out into the street and it's just it's just like it was on the television. Everything is just in chaos, uh, screaming. You know, cars are stopped and crashed in the street. Doors are wide open. Uh, you know, people are running and screaming, and it's just crazy out here. I mean, people are you know their cars are burning, fire hydrants are spraying water all over the place. You know, there's a there's a like a bodega across the street from your headquarters. There's a there's a fucking Cadillac through the window there. You know, people are all running around. Cops have their guns out. And they're like, stop, stop. You know, and you know they're taking just like pot shots at random citizens. Yeah, I immediately grab the gun of whatever cop shot at somebody. Okay, you run over and you grab. The, the hell gun. is wrong with you? Um, I don't know about what the rest of you guys are done. Reckless just kind of like took off. So, so is this like anything else you've ever seen before? No, I've never seen anything this widespread. Have you seen anything like this that was more localized? Well, it seems to fit in with the MO of um, the folks in the psychiatric ward that were recently admitted. Um, mm -hmm. Delusion, panic attacks. Uh, it seems to be the same type of symptomology, but uh, this is this seems to be covering the entire city. But was there a pattern for those people? Uh, not really. Not that I've been able to discern. They just said they were sitting at home, listening to their radio. Perhaps we should turn the sound off. Hmm. He reaches up and hits mute. Probably we can probably get away with closed captioning. Oh, there's there's nothing. I mean, the closed captioning is just like a ellipsis because you know there. Where where's this? Um, where's the signal broadcast from? 
I don't know. It would take some time to isolate which frequency they're using, whoever it is, if they're using that type of frequency and not some tremendously powerful psychic or something. Well, but let's see if 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 that's a solution because then we have something something we can do. And mm -hmm. as it stands, we can like run around and put out as many of these individual fires, and it's not going to do anything. All right. Um, In the meanwhile, let's see if we can find get Doctor Phobis or Doc Phobis is no. Um, Dr. Folk. Professor of Providence. Whole different, different <laughs> listing in the superhero. <laughs> Professor Providence to determine if there is a psychic or a uh, magic connection. Okay. That's causing this to happen. How do we get in touch with him now? Uh, he's William's already on the phone. Okay. Um, he's not picking up. Hmm. I suppose I can run over there. Okay, well, Sir William, you, you you see if there's a um, a conventional carrier for this, and I'm going to go over to Professor Providence and see if we can determine if there is a spiritual or psychic um, carrier. Okay, and what are the rest of you going to do? Uh, Ned, you've been out long enough to recover all your stamina. There we go. All right. Uh, now I'll meet you over there, Professor Providence, just in case um, something's wrong. Okay. And I'll teleport over. Okay. Uh, you're sitting there. Uh, you try to teleport over, and nothing happens. Oh, God. I uh, try and teleport across the room. You try to teleport across the room and nothing happens. What the heck? I was working before. Read uh, the sheet I gave you. I know. I oh, know. okay. Uh, I'm just doing this. We got, it looks like I got to do this then. All right. Ah, break it off that silver. <laughs> I'm so happy Reckless can't hear that because she might have slapped your head for that one. <laughs> Breaking off some of that silver. Yeah. Vegas still in there. <laughs> Smack him upside the head once. He says, Breaking off some of that silver, and his transformation is complete. <laughs> That's almost as bad as Thing Ring Do Your Thing. I think it's worse because at least thing ring do your thing has some sort of ring to it. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, I mean, this is like a freaking ad for Kit Kat. No, that's worse. Like, it's not even good enough for Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah, we have a break. Yeah, we have a break. Rip me off a piece of that. It's like silver. It's terrible. <laughs> You could really got to come up with a better catchphrase. <laughs> I'm going to go get some aspirin before I start try, trying to locate this signal. Sir William wheels off to the infirmary. Well, all right. So Vega is still inside and Slick, you've transformed. 
Yep. And now I attempt to meet uh, Kaizu over at the house, Professor Province. Okay. Uh, you teleport, and you guys arrive at the same time. I'll fly over there. Okay, and you fly over there. Okay. So all of you managed to get there at exactly the same moment. They got a little bit behind. But you're all there. There's no answer. Um, is it locked? Doesn't appear to be. I'm going in. All right. You open the door. Every time. Uh, you enter the house. It's dark. Um, you hear screaming from down the hall. I go to the screaming. Okay, you go toward the screaming. Uh, you find Professor Providence in his um, library. Mm-hmm. Um, cowering in the corner with his hands over his face. Um, he's, he's screaming, but you see he's, he's gesticulating with his hands. And in a blue force field surrounds him. Uh, I won't let you get me. Professor, what can we do to help? Uh, give me awareness checks. Seven. Seven. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, all three of you hear static on the radio but Vega and Kaze will go in in turn Kaze mm -hmm. tell me your worst fear hmm that's a good question well um, I guess my worst fear is not being able to be uh, fast enough to save um, the remnants of my people when called for. There's so few of us left after the slaughter. Okay. Um, Vega, what is your worst fear? Just to be the last of my kind. To dissipate into the ether and my form does not become... <laughs> my form does not become... Ah, concrete. Okay. Words are hard right now. Words are hard right now. Becoming in completely insubstantial. Is that what you're trying to say? Burning out. There you go. Burning out in space again. Turning into that black hole that we all know you're going to become one day. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I'll get to you in a second, Ned. Kaze, mm -hmm. uh, you... Uh, look around, and you are no longer in the study of Professor Providence. You are at your temple. Uh, and there is a large, demonic-looking creature just with a flaming sword just cutting down members of your sect as they're trying to flee. 
and you try to run and summon the power of the wind, but every step you take, it seems like you're getting further from this creature. Um, I, I have to power through it. I have to, I have to get to it and, and defend my people. We can't be lost. Okay. So you keep pushing I, I am worthy. Faster. I am worthy of the power of the wind. And you start pushing yourself faster. Uh, Vega. Uh, Professor Providence's study disappears and you are alone in a black void. Um, when did I take mushrooms? Hang on. Uh, you feel just waves of energy just sloughing off of you in in like bursts, um, like every, like every beat of your heart, another pulse of energy radiates out. Um, and you look down at your hands and you realize that they're not as solid as they once were. And it's just the energy pulsates off of you. Ned. Oh, yeah. Um, you hear static on the radio. Um, but all of a sudden, I need you to give me a coordination test to uh, take cover. Oh. Radio? What's the deal with that radio? Uh that was a seven. That was a seven. All right. Did you say coordination? Yeah. Yep, that was a seven. All right. You managed to jump behind Professor Providence's desk uh, just in time uh, for a just burst of energy to radiate off of um, off of Vega and just like almost incinerate. You know, like the rug catches fire. The desk takes a big hit. You see the energy bash up against Professor Providence's force field. Kaze is... You can't even see him as, as it just as seems that, that books and papers and stuff are just flying all over the place as he's running faster than you've ever seen him run before, and he is just all over the room. He's all over the house. You hear you know, thunderous footsteps going up and down the stairs and through the hallways and into the room and out of the room. He's, he's just, it seems like he's lost his mind. And Vega is just standing there. just. <laughs> I don't know what your reaction to this is, Vega. I'm screaming. And, and he's just screaming. And, and just radiating just this raw cosmic power. What do you do, Ned? Okay. Step one, teleporting over to that radio. Okay. Now, tell me how you arrive to the conclusion that it has anything to do with the radio. Static, weird, uh, weird staticky radio is playing. Er everyone seems to be reacting to the fact that... Uh, does also as well... Kaze was, was theorizing about that earlier, and so it's like the only thing I've got. 
Okay. Either that or psychics. I All right. Um, tell you what, give me a teleportation test um, mm -hmm. to see if you can get over to the radio without being fried by uh, Vega's pulses. Yep. Uh, you're going to, what is your power level, Nick? Uh, oh, Nick. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Your target is an eight. All right. That's a 10. That's a 10. Okay. You make it by two. Um, yep. You teleport over to the radio, um, you know, in between pulses. All right. Pull the plug. All right. You pull the plug on the radio. The static stops. Um, give me awareness checks again, uh, Vega and Kaze. Oh, that's better. Ten. Ten. Okay. What were we rolling for again? Uh, awareness. It's a nine. Nine. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Kaze. <clears throat> yeah. You get out of it. Uh, it. It starts wearing off after a couple of pages. Uh, same with Vega, but he comes out a little bit later. Um, and the vision dissipates. Where, where is it? Where's the... My people. Orson Wells. That actually worked. Yeah, you see, uh, you, you you guys come to and you see uh, Slick just kind of standing there holding the power cord to the radio. <laughs> Orson Wells. <laughs> uh, Professor Providence manages, gets up. And he looks around the room. And he's like, "What the hell happened in here? What, what station were you listening to?" I was listening to Radio Raj. Raj. I always listen to Radio Raj. Not Raj. Anybody but Raj. That hack. That's what's happening here. That yeah, listening to his bad DJing has finally caught up with him. Destroy the entire city. Ned? Yes? How would you like to get revenge? Uh, on Raj? Oh, yeah, probably. Let's go. Yep. Okay. Professor, stay away from broadcast media for the time being. Mm. Play a record. Uh, can't. Uh, looks like my record player has been burned to ash. Mm. Well, I know, I know a lot about old um, 40s and, and 50s um, small combo jazz. If you're into that, I'll help you go record shopping after all this is over. I appreciate the offer. He just kind of looks at you kind of weird. <laughs> I am the master of the mystic. I know all about jazz. Okay. Well, I'll help you. <laughs> and, he looks, and he looks over at Ned. <laughs> There's an argument that could be made if the DJ actually knew about jazz. 
we wouldn't be in this predicament in the first place, depending on um, Radio Raj. Goodbye. <laughs> Why are you going to lay all of this on Ned's feet? Damn. Really? <laughs> Y'all should have tested his powers to see how he did when a bus runs over him. Because he spends funny. enough time under one. Yeah, he does. He really does. <laughs> Anyway, we should probably probably do like the group like 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 Ulysses did and show some wax in her ears before uh, before before we get wait no wait that's what the that's what the crew did no he did not do what Ulysses did oh, I'm gonna um plug in my I'm gonna borrow an iPhone plug it in and listen to uh, the Sex Pistols when they go there uh huh give me some juice Tony. I will get my uh, Walkman tape player and I will play the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. We're going to put some old school mixtape. We're going to put in some old school goodness and put on Kind of Blue. Okay. All right, so you guys, like, what about your communicators? Ah, dang it, that's right. As it dawns on you that Reckless is still out in the middle of it. Reckless! Yes! Uh, you're out in the middle of the street. There's chaos going around. You're running around. You pass an open car door. Give me an awareness check. Oh boy. This is gonna be fun. My awareness is low. <laughs> That's a six. <laughs> That's a six. All right, that is going to be okay. What is your biggest fear? Watching everybody die again. Uh yeah. So um yep, everybody is dying around you. Um whether or not they actually are, you can't tell. Uh, for all you know, is everyone in the city is killing each other. The hell are you all doing? Trying to stop them. Yeah, just frantically trying to stop people from killing each other. Okay, yeah, you're uh, you're running around. You're like diving into crowds of people and just kind of <laughs> just throwing them around willy nilly. Um, cops run up to you. Uh, it starts screaming, stop, stop. <laughs> you know, shotgun blast, you know, it hits you in the chest. And then, of course, it doesn't do anything. And, and so all these cops are just like opening up on you. Like your Luke Cage in a drug house. <laughs> <laughs> Would normally just be like a really moment. But yeah, she's panicking. She thinks they're shooting people and she's just trying to take right. the guns from yeah me. what you see what you see and, and you're also thinking of the fact that you don't want any ricochets bouncing off of you and hitting the bystanders yeah there's probably a couple of cops getting thrown to, to unconsciousness yeah for sure because she's just like what is wrong with all of you people you know you're running up bending shotguns and stuff like that um 
there so there you go you guys are all set up you i guess you're putting one earbud in um and i guess you have your communicators in your other ear uh i guess we should do that i mean you know i don't know if anybody wants to check up on rosie or Uh, Um, I'll I'll just like uh, Rosie head over to Ned's old radio station Nope Radio Raj is at a different radio station I thought he took over Ned's job Nope Radio Raj uh, took over Ned's popularity Ah okay he's, he's He's at the pop radio station Okay it was that was Fingers Murphy took over his old job. What the Still, hell is Professor Providence listening to fucking pop music for? Uh, he learned it from Vic Sage. Just lost a ton of respect for for the master of the mystic. Well, it was the top, It was the, it was the oldies hour. <laughs> it's Radio Raj, the voice of the city. Yeah, everybody loves Radio Raj. Oh, look at look what you did now. Look look what Radio Raj did. All of his love of the city. That man has no love of the well, city. Well, anyway, okay. Well, head over. Ned's to... rambling aside. Did I actually like hear them? <laughs> or uh, yeah, you can hear them. It's it's faint in your ear because you know of all the screaming and the gunshots and you know cars crashing. Still, you know, one car hits you. You know, and the whole fucking front end crumples. Uh, but yeah, you hear uh, Kaze, you know, in your ear. Head over to WQXR, and and then and then I say the Sex Pistols are your only hope. What? <laughs> Help me, Jello Biafra. You're my only hope. <laughs> People are dying. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Would I have to roll willpower to try to just, you know, go that way? Um, yes. Okay, let's see. That is an eight. That's an eight. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, you managed to uh, keep a presence of mind uh, since since your fear is based on everyone dying. Um, the message from Kaze might hold a clue as to what is going on, why everything is so fucking crazy. Yeah, probably the quickest retreat, but she eventually gets on her motorcycle and heads in that direction. Actually, no, right. she would haul ass her motorcycle and get there. Just, yeah, the longer this takes, the more people are dying, as far as she's concerned. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, you're trying to dodge. Uh, give me a drive. Versus um, an eight. This should be fun because there's no way I can make that. That's a four. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's taking you a while. But, uh, you know, you're trying not to, uh, you know, hit things. But, you know, cars are crossing right in front of you. If and... it's starting to take too long, she's going to ditch the bike and just start jumping. Uh, that seems like the plan. Yeah, so she she tries the bike and that's not working. She just starts jumping. Um, yeah, you guys managed to get to the radio station all at the same time because it's cool. 
um, you know, cause a you know, speed skids to a halt. Vega lightly touches down and Vega appears. Um, here comes, here comes uh, Rosie. She's like covered, like three, you know, two blocks in a leap and land superhero landing right outside the radio station. People are crazy outside the radio station. Um, in fact, Rosie lands and immediately runs to the door and just rips it off the hinges. She's just in a panic. Okay, yeah, so as soon as you guys arrive, Rosie arrives and just runs up and just yanks the doors right off the, right out of the housing, right out of the jam. And throws it aside. Okay. What do you do now? Ned, where, yes. where does the signal go out from? Uh, yeah, that'd be from the uh, that'd be from the broad that'd be from the, that'd be from the broadcast room there. No, this signal, not what they're saying. Where does the actual signal go come from? Oh, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be the antenna up there. Vega, I'll meet you up there. We're get we're taking this antenna down. How tall is the building? Um, about 30 stories. Yeah, she's just jumping again. Okay. okay. I'm running up the side. All right. And Ned? I'll just calmly teleport up there. All right, you guys are all going after the antenna. Nobody's going to go and try to see what's now, going on in the broadcast. Ned should room. go and deal with his rival. Uh, good point. I have no idea what's really happening, and she's in the state of panic. So if you got, they say the antenna, that's where she goes. Okay. I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go find. I'm gonna go find the director, then figure out where Raj or where Raj is probably broadcasting from. Okay. Well, uh, all right. You run inside. Um, see the directory. You see the, you know, sixth floor is the the studios. Um, you have never been in this building before, so. You can't teleport up there because you haven't seen it. Yep. Um, so you know you have the stairs and the elevator. Elevator. Let's give that a try. Okay. You get in the elevator. Doors closed. You hit you know the button for six. Uh, it's going up. And give me an awareness check. Oh shoot! Really? Mm -hmm. Oh god! Intercom. That will be a twelve. That'll be a twelve. Okay. You just barely make it. Uh, you hear the static coming over the intercom, and you're you just you you feel weird, but you know you're not you're able to you're resisting the the effect of whatever's going on. Yeah. Uh, back outside, the three of you get to the top of the building. There are wires with fancy lights that are flashing. You know the big uh, mast goes up into the sky i'm uh, you know big red light on the top of it i'm blasting at the base of the antenna so that hopefully just topples over no 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 you don't want to kill people we want to just disconnect it we want to just like try and pull the plug we start disconnecting wires okay yeah i'm just ripping everything out why don't you let me usher in the fucking modern age steve god damn 
<laughs> Sorry. It's the entire time. I just want to usher in the modern age. God damn. You know, radio towers are still a thing, right? <laughs> Cell phone towers. During <laughs> death part. Jesus. <laughs> like superheroes causing mass destruction and, and yeah, no, you're, no, no. <laughs> but um, Rosie right. would immediately fight you for that. <laughs> you each, you each take a corner of the roof. Um, Kaze, what is your plan on disabling uh the power to the transmitter? Um, I'm going to see what wires come up from beneath and start to disconnect them. Okay. Um. Okay, Rosie, what's your plan? Doesn't really have a plan. She's just ripping up cords. Just anything she sees that looks like it should be pulled out, she pulls out. All right, Vega, what's what's your plan? I mean, outside of you know taking the entire radio tower down. How about I just grab the antenna and just pull it up in the sky? Just yeah. ripping it that way. Okay. All right, that sounds like interesting plans. Uh, Kaze, Kaze, and Rosie, uh, you guys are going to give me strength checks versus seven. Ten. I also got a ten. Okay. Uh, you guys managed to rip the wires out. Uh, now give me strength checks uh, versus eight. I got a nine. I also got a nine. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you guys feel a shock as high voltage kind of courses through briefly. doesn't do any damage. Um, but there you go. Uh, do 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 Vega, we're gonna need a stunt out of you to rip this antenna off the out of the moorings. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we're going to you're gonna have to do that against a nine. Uh, so, what quality are you going to evoke? I'm prone to overconfidence. Okay. All right. So there you go. You're gonna get a plus two. I'm strong enough. Uh, actually, uh, this is going to be a strength test versus, uh, like I said, versus nine. I rolled a six. Uh, that's. I got a plus two on that too. Uh, no, no, you'd have to spend another one to get a plus two. All right, that's thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, you start feeling the bolts ripping out of the the concrete, uh, and you're. <laughs> And you guys just hear the scream of like metal as it's being like ripped from concrete, and the the all the bolts and rivets that are holding the tower together are straining, and and Vega is is straining, and it's going to take him. Uh, oh, let's see here. You got a thirteen versus nine. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's going to take you four pages to get this sucker completely ripped off. If I see what he's doing and realize what he's doing, I'm helping. Okay. Uh, you're going to help, so give me uh, another strength test. Uh, you get a plus one from uh, Rosie helping you. 
Is this for Vega. me? This is for Vega. Okay. Actually, let's let's flip that around. Let's have Rosie give the strength test with a plus one from Vega already being pulling. That is a fifteen. A fifteen. Okay. Versus nine. So that's also that's a four. Okay. Uh yeah, you managed to half that. It's gonna take you guys two rounds to get this sucker up. But yeah, Rosie grabs, you know, a support beam across the bottom and starts lifting. And uh, you hear the metal start screaming even more. Um, the echoes of this, just the city in madness. Uh, you hear it wafting up, even though the wind is howling up here. And back on the inside, the elevator stops at floor number six. Bing! Doors slide open. Uh, and you see, like, down the hall, Ned, there's a you know, red light you know, signifying on air. Okay. Approaching the door. All right. You run up to the door. You throw open the door. Uh, and you see Radio Raj huddled in the corner. Okay. Uh, while he's holding the corner, uh, I'm gonna turn I'm gonna turn the mic off. Okay, you turn the mic off. Click. Yep. Hmm. The red light in the hallway goes out. Is he say, is is Ross saying anything, or is he just holding the floor? He's just huddled in the floor in a puddle of his own urine. Huh. Yeah, this doesn't seem something seems wrong here. All right. I'm gonna give him a slight poke with the old the old stick there. No, don't poke me. <laughs> Ned Danvers is the greatest DJ. <laughs> ah, well, I guess I'm sensible. Wow, my career is over. What a terrible fear to have. Yep, clearly it is. Hmm. Yep. So you were able to piece together that? It's not Radio Raj, sadly. <laughs> Guys, it's not Radio Raj. <laughs> this is sad. This is sad. Uh, yeah, as as he's communicating with you guys, you hear Radio Raj like whimpering in the corner. What is Radio Raj listening to? Uh, the sweet sounds of his own failure. Okay, what? aren't you a DJ? Can't you like figure out what the static is? Now, let's see. I require him to be familiar <laughs> with radio stations and how they work. Uh, give me intellect with a target of five. All right. I will give you a plus one because you are a radio station employee. Well, my intellect was already at six, so that'll do it. That's 11. 11? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, you look around and and you don't see uh, anything there, but it looks like in the producer's booth, um, so it's it's set for a remote broadcast. Yeah, oh, crud. The remote broadcast going on. All right. Well, let me turn that off. Okay, you turn that off. Uh, Raj is still. It takes him a moment to gain composure. And he stands up and he looks down at his own pants and, and realizes that he's just completely wet himself. Uh, he turns and looks at you and he's like, <gasps> Who are you? They call me our gentle Lubricus. Oh, God. <laughs> Slick Silver, you're that criminal. Criminal, how dare you? That is a that is an imposter. <laughs> Clearly, look at that. Look, see, look, face silver, skin silver. That guy, not silver. That guy is a fake. And I'm the and I'm the, and I'm one of the best god dang heroes in this town right now. <laughs> the best god dang heroes. Yep. Yeah, I feel like Ned's method of speaking should give him away more than anything. <laughs> you sound familiar. Danvers? <laughs> Danvers? <laughs> you know nothing, Wack. <laughs> yeah, I guess that a lot. I've probably saved your life from like 30 different times in the city, so I do. Uh, no. By the way. <laughs> no, Vegas saved my life at least once. He's cool. <laughs> I like that that blue thing he's got going on. You know, is that makeup? Do you know? Do you know Vega? <coughs> Vega and I are partners in crime fighting. What about what about the sound of creaking on the roof? <laughs> what, about, what is that noise? <laughs> oh, uh, they're busy tearing down the antenna. Uh, meanwhile, up at the top, you guys have almost got the antenna free. Kaze, uh, you notice all the lights are out. Up there, I think it stopped broadcasting. Uh, yeah, God, di- uh, oh, yeah, I might have done that. Yeah, actually, but- would I notice notice a change? Um, let's see, would you have noticed a change? Yeah, you're starting to come down a little bit. The hell am I doing? Yeah, you're not even sure where you are right this second. All you know is you're trying to rip a radio antenna off the top of a building. Kaze, what am I doing? I don't and know. How did I get yeah. here? You just... I told you to come here and you came here. Where is here? And why am I trying to rip this out? We're on a rooftop. I get the rooftop. Should I keep ripping this out? I think we can stop ripping. Okay. <laughs> I fly down to the roof. Okay. Um, give me all three of you. Give me awareness checks. Eight. Eight. Um, seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, yeah. As soon as you guys let go of the antenna, it it. Settles back and then starts to lean. Oh, I grab it. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll hold it to back to the <laughs> roof if I can with my beams. All right. Um, 
Okay, both of you guys are going to have to give me major successes versus uh, nine. So strength for you, power for Vega. That is a 12. Okay. That's an eight. I got an eight. You got an eight? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Reckless, you're holding it down, but Vega's just not able to, to shoot straight. So it's it it's heavy though. I mean you feel yourself being like lifted back up just by the sheer weight of this power. Um this is awkward. I mean, I'm pretty sure that this is my fault, but still I have no idea what the hell just happened. Kaze? Do y'all need my help? Possibly, yes. It's kind of heavy. And she's uh, yeah, you see the power kind of like... Pudding. <laughs> you see her arms like slowly raising up where the, the sheer weight of the tower. <laughs> it would have fallen by now, but... She All right, well, I'll, I'll try and, and, and push it back toward her. All right. And how are you going to do that? Going to run at it at super speed and push it. I have a strength of, of six. I can push things. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're, give me your strength versus a nine. Eleven. Eleven, ten, eleven. All right. That's only a moderate success. Uh, you got it, but damn, is this sucker heavy. So you basically, you get back where next to, uh, to where Rosie is and you're pushing it down. But yeah, it's it's getting too heavy for both of you. Huh. I mean, if we let it fall, we're kind of doing Ned a favor, right? If we let it fall, people will get hurt. All right. If three of you if the three of you can give me moderate successes, uh, strength checks from uh, Kaze and 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 uh, Reckless and and that power check from Vega to weld it back in place, you will have successfully prevented the tower from falling. And your target again is nine. Got a ten. Okay, that's a moderate. I am going to. Hmm, let's see. Yeah, I think I can invoke every my life matters on this one and, and get the two points on that. Okay. So that's a 14 for me. Okay. I got an 11. You got an 11? Okay. This time you guys manage to push it down back where it's seated and Vega, you know, does his finger welding thing and <laughs> manages to weld it so it's it's not straight. But it'll hold for now. It's it's kind of awkward, and it's you see the top of the tower swaying in the wind. You know, this is really gonna bother me when we ride past here from now on. Um, just as you guys do that, uh, a rumble of thunder echoes across the sky, and there's lightning, and the snow begins to fall because this is winter. Thunder snow. Yeah. 
No. Meanwhile, so, back on the sixth floor, uh, our gentum lubricus uh, seems Radio Raj has uh, regained his composure. So tell me, you think you could get me Reckless's number? I mean, you are friends with her, right? Do we hear all this chatter? Uh, if Ned has his... Uh, Ned um, just never turns his fucking car. Yeah, <laughs> Let's just be real about that. No. I mean, this is the exclusive of the century. I have Slick Silver in my studio. Oh my god, this idiot. Like, seriously, can you Ned? not pick a better name or something? Ned? I lean over. Flip the microphone on. Can you ask him where he was, what he was rebroadcasting? Or who started that rebroadcasting? We are working a case here. Yep. More importantly, uh, I'm just going to flip the microphone off first where I ask this question. More importantly, what were you rebroadcasting before uh, all this started happening around the city? I wasn't rebroadcasting anything. I was just doing my show like I normally do. Yeah, I'm headed. I'm headed towards where Ned is. <laughs> all right, you yep. guys. You know, find the door roof access, and you know, go down from floor thirty to six. Yeah, your producer's council set to rebroadcast when I got here. Uh, I don't know. My producer went out to the restroom, and never came back. But the show must go on. Yeah, uh, your producer, huh? How long has your producer, how long has your producer been with you? Oh, he's a new guy. He's only been with me a couple of months. Mm, new guy, huh? Yeah. What's, it, what's his name? Chuck Tingle. Ah, Chuck. <laughs> mm. Did he show you his gay pinups? <laughs> Look, man, I don't care about any of that stuff. He was a good producer. No, it's a fake name. That's my point. What do you mean it's a fake name? Have you never heard of who took... Okay, I can understand. You mind, you he gets out his phone. Else. He's like, do you mind if I record this conversation? Yes, I mind. Because this is an exclusive. I could be... Um, Raj, could do you care if I break that phone? Well, yes. Do you know how much these phones cost? Then I suggest you put it away. This is an Actually, give, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Give me. That's my phone. Give me. He gives you his phone. And I hold it. I make sure it's off. I make sure he's not recording it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Best you can tell. Yeah, he's not. It's off. So. I don't know why you guys, you superheroes are harassing me. I'm Radio Raj, the greatest DJ in this city. You know, actually, I'm not really sure either. <laughs> I'm a little confused as to what just happened. I remember walking outside and everybody was going crazy, and then I was here. Yeah, your 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 studio was really rebroadcasting horrible way horrible ways of fear and terror across the city. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm just uh, the last thing I played was the latest Selena Gomez track. Mm, that'll do it. Yeah, 
And then I found I found you lying around a puddle of your your own sickness and failure. So really, um, he crosses his legs in his chair and he says, "Um, I'd really prefer it if you uh, didn't speak of this." And we won't as long as you don't tell anybody what we talk about in here. Yep. In fact, I take out my phone and take a picture of him with his wet pants. <laughs> this is blackmail. It is. While they're doing this, I'm going through the personnel files to look at um, the <clears throat> any paperwork they have on Chuck Tingle. Okay. Uh, you head down to Human Resources. Uh, you find it in the company directory. Um, as you're racing through the halls, um, <clears throat> you notice that uh, it looks like everybody who might have been working this evening mm-hmm. took off in the in the middle. There's there's emails half finished, um, you know, ad scripts and stuff, you know, just half written. Um, you know, file cabinets are hanging open. Papers are strewn everywhere. Uh, it just looks like everybody ran out of the building. Is there a common time? Um, not that you can tell. But the building itself is now eerily quiet that the, you deactivated the broadcast. Uh, you get down to uh, human resources and pull the file for uh, Chuck Tingle. And, you know, he was hired a couple months ago. Um, has an impressive resume, you know, studio engineer, uh, worked at several radio stations out in the Midwest, uh, did some television work, uh, did some voiceover work of his own. Um you know, in fact, his resume is suspiciously perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling this file. Um, where does it say he lives? Um, it says he lives uh, in in the uh, Cho apartment complex. Over on Lee. Okay. Any other information? Is there a phone number? Um, there, there, there's a couple phone numbers. There's there are references. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one is uh. A, a a doctor um hmm a doctor m key oh really and interestingly enough this is t t r X? No. <laughs> um, but but you do notice uh, he shut you down. That one of his uh, his references is also Nayland Smith. Hmm. 
Guys? Yeah, what? Do you remember last issue when uh when uh fourth wall break give yourself a determination point professor <laughs> providence was talking about a phobos the hell is an issue and i guess phobos yeah ned you were unconscious during that Pretty sure he's AKA Chuck Tingle. Dun, dun, dun. And with that, we will leave the episode off right there. Right on. Well, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll see you later in Q30 Luck Points. <laughs>